In this episode, I am going to be reading Chapter Five: The Secret Garden. A cry in the house. Before we read Chapter Five, let's look at Chapter Four's recap. In this chapter, we go with Mary. While she explores the kitchen gardens, there she meets a robin redbreast and an old gardener named Ben Weatherstaff. Ben Weatherstaff mentions Dickon, and Mary gets so excited and desperate to know more about this mysterious boy, but. The gardener doesn't seem to want to tell Mary more about the closed-off garden. Chapter Five: A Cry in the House. For a while, every day was like Mary's first. Martha would bring her breakfast and help her dress. Mary would complain more than she ate. Then, she'd go outside to explore the gardens. But after several days, she woke up feeling hungry. It tastes nice today, she said of her porridge. It's the fresh moor air that's given you an appetite, said Martha. You keep playing outdoors. It'll soon put flesh on your bones, and colour in your cheeks. I've nothing to play with, Mary replied. You've got sticks and stones, Martha exclaimed. My brothers and sisters play with what they can find. They run and shout and look at things. Mary did look at things in the gardens. Sometimes she saw Ben Weatherstaff, but he was always too busy to pay attention to her. She discovered a long walkway outside the garden walls, where thick ivy grew. Mary found a place at the end of the walkway. Where the ivy was extra thick and bushy, she wondered why it had not been trimmed like the rest. One day, she was staring up at a long tendril of ivy swinging in the wind. Suddenly, she saw a flash of red. The robin redbreast perched atop the wall. Oh. She cried out, "Is it you?" It didn't seem odd to talk to him. He twittered and chirped back. "Good morning," she said. Mary laughed. She ran after him as he hopped and took short flights. "I like you," she cried out. She made chirping sounds and tried. To whistle, and the robin seemed pleased. 
He flew up to a tree top to sing. Behind the orchard wall, on the other side of the garden, he must live in the garden without a door. She thought. She ran up the path and back through the kitchen gardens to the orchard. She went straight to the wall where she had first seen him. There he was, just finishing his concert. It is the secret garden," she said to herself. "I'm sure of it." She searched again for a door in the orchard wall, but still found nothing. So, she ran all the way back to the long path that wound along the ivy-covered wall. She walked up and down, searching very carefully. Still, no door. That night, Martha chatted amiably while Mary ate. Mary didn't mind listening to her now. When Mary finished her supper, she and Martha sat near the fireplace. The wind was howling outside. It banged at the windows. Like an invisible giant, trying to break in, but by the fire, they felt safe and warm. Mary asked, "Why did Mister Craven hate the garden?" Although hesitant, Martha tried to explain. It was his wife's, and she loved it. Mister and Missus Craven tended the flowers themselves. None of the gardeners ever went in. The two of them would stay there for hours, just reading and talking. In it was an old tree, with a branch that bent like a seat. Missus Craven liked to sit there, but one day, the branch broke. And she fell. She was hurt so badly that she died the next day. That's why Mister Craven hates it. Missus Medlock says nobody can talk about it, or about lots of other things. Mary fell silent. She was thinking about Mister Craven, and how sad he must be. When just then, she heard a curious sound, like a child crying. She was sure that it was coming from inside. Do you hear that? She asked. Martha looked confused. She said, "It's the wind. Sometimes it sounds like someone's lost on the moor, crying for help." But. It's here," Mary insisted, down one of the corridors. At that instant, a strong gust blew open Mary's door with a crash. The light went out. The sound of crying grew louder than ever. "I told you," Mary shouted. "Someone is crying, 
and it isn't a grown-up. Martha jumped up. Then they both heard a door somewhere being banged shut. It must be the new kitchen maid crying. Martha said stubbornly, "She has an awful toothache." Mary stared hard at Martha. Inside, she knew that Martha was not telling the truth. Sadly, all good things must come to an end. So I bid you good night, sleep tight, and don't let the bad bugs bite.